Welcome to Pelly Biz Podcast. I'm Dr. Kelly Alhui. I've grown my pelvic health practice, orthopelvic physical therapy, and now I'm helping pelvic health professionals do the same. Each week, I give you the knowledge you need to grow your practice. Let's get into today's episode. I'm going to be talking about what the Barbie movement has taught me. Number one, that marketing agency that put together a campaign, I think they spent over, and I, don't quote me on this, but I think they spent over $400 million on marketing. And a crazy, crazy number on marketing. However, I actually did um, co see this movie. Now, I have not been to a movie theater literally since Legally Blonde came out. I don't know how old I was. It was forever ago. And then we just went and we saw it and it taught me like such an amazing lesson. And this morning I saw a headline saying um, the first ever female director to make a billion dollars on her directing this movie. She's, so she's made over a billion dollars on this Barbie movie. And I'm thinking, and I just got that headline. I'm thinking that movie was the weirdest, craziest um, I feel like people must have been on crap when they made it. I don't know. For those who have seen the Barbie movie, I, I, I don't know. I, it was about, I guess, feminism, but in like promoting women, which clearly I'm all about. Okay. Um, 100% support that. So I'm glad there's a movie on it. But I, they said in the movie, Barbie 20,000 times, which makes you keep remembering Barbie. So I think there was such a, uh, psychology standpoint I they kept saying Barbie Barbie Ken 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 that's all the words that they said like throughout the whole movie they kept showing a Chevy car and how amazing this car was racing these to get away and the angles that they were shooting the Chevy car you could tell that they were just promoting the Chevy car and clearly getting a kickback from Chevy um so I just thought it was the weirdest a it was the weirdest movie it reminds me that I absolutely hate watching movies um, but I think there was a lesson, I guess, like females are cool and we can all help empower each other, which I absolutely love that. Um, but I think the real message here that I'm trying to convey to you guys is it doesn't matter how good you are. Doesn't matter. This movie to me sucks compared to all the movies I've seen in the past. Okay. Um, but what I can tell you, so like, why did it make a billion dollars plus? Because they were good at marketing. They knew how to market. They knew the message that it takes to get the Barbie movement out there. Everything was coded in pink. So the first thing to this was, um, you know, everything is pink, pink, pink. So that's a branding move, just a color, just branding colors. I don't know if you guys have that. But if you don't, specifically branding colors. Now, some people go crazy over it, put their whole Instagram grid and make it just that color. I kind of am not that person because I think it just becomes um, kind of like background noise. Like we've seen the color a billion times, so now we don't pay attention. So I like to just make my Instagram grid messy. Some of you might think that that is absolutely ridiculous and you want to brand the crap out of yourself. And you want to make it have a really cute Instagram grid. Great. Do that, you know, to each his own. And it's going to attract a different buyer, right? So um, 
I, I think, you know, they had that the Barbie house, they had the Barbie nail polish, they had the Barbie towels. I mean, Barbie, Barbie, Barbie's freaking everywhere. So good job on the marketing company that I don't know who they are. I should find out um, who actually put off this campaign because they're going to be very, very rich. Um, but it was just fascinating to me that you could have such a sucky product. <laughs> like, really, the movie was not good. You could have such a sucky product and you could be making a billion dollars. So anyways, my point is this to everyone. Okay. How does this apply to us pelvic health therapists and why am I making a podcast on it? It applies to us because in the pelvic health world, there's many people that have imposter syndrome. And the imposter syndrome is you don't think that you're good enough to treat someone's condition. The reality is most of us, 95% of us come out with a very strong orthopedic background out of PT school. And all we have to do is use the orthopedic background and then sprinkle in a little pelvic health to combine all the systems together and, and be able to treat at least 90% of the diagnoses walking in that door. Now, you may struggle a little bit with males if you never treated a male. You may struggle a little bit with the tailbone pain. I get it. Um, but other than that, you really should maybe put dental neuralgia might be something, you know, it's a little scary. But other than that, it's really kind of the basic stuff. You've got to decompress the tissue. you got to, you know, basically decrease the inflammation, calm the nervous system. Then you have to re-educate because you have to lengthen first. Then you have to re-educate the muscle on how to fire and when to fire. And then you get them to return back to the activity. That's literally what you can do in every diagnosis. So if you um, know how to talk to people, it doesn't matter how many con ed courses you've had. It doesn't matter how good you are. If you're able to communicate that you can help someone and that this is going to be for you and hype it up, like really hype it, because that's what Barbie did. Barbie really hyped the movement. They really got the messaging out there. If you're able to get the messaging out there that you are the go-to hip uh, PT or OT or PTA, they're going to actually start sending to you and you're going to see your company grow. If it's really hard for you to get the message out there, but you're an amazing clinician, you're going to help such a smaller amount of people than if you were to know how to actually market. Marketing is so huge when it comes to messaging. So here's my question to you guys. Are you really clear on the marketing message that you are putting out there? What do you stand for? Are you basically saying, hey, I help treat tailbone pain, postpartum moms, leakage, pain with intercourse, hip pain, low back pain, shoulder pain, neck pain. If you are one of those people, then it's going to be very difficult for you to actually get clients. So that is something that we've got to niche down. If you have trouble with that, please let me know. I'd be more than happy to help you with that. But that is something that you've got to get narrowed down and very clear on who you help so that you can actually attract the right people and be like the Barbie movie and be massively successful like that. That's the only way that they've been able to be massively successful because I can tell you right now, their movie 100% did not um, sell itself. Definitely was not the case. So like I said, if you think, hey, I got to be the best clinician, I got to be the best clinician to 
um, have an amazing clinic. That's just not true. The, the reality is what you actually know right now, you can literally help and start today at least 95% of the patients that walk through your door. So um, just a little lesson that I wanted to come on and talk to you guys about, about imposter syndrome, that it's okay to learn as you basically um, are treating these patients, learn from the patients. To me, that's where you're going to get the most amount of knowledge compared to reading a research article, um, really just putting in the work, doing the reps over and over again. Your patients are going to teach you how to actually be more confident and truly understand how to treat their diagnoses and communicate better to that. And if you're struggling with communication, and what I mean by that is if you don't know how to get the user that you are trying to attract to get them to see that you are the one that can actually help them, then reach out to me because that is something that if you don't have dialed in, it's going to be very hard for you to get the buyers that you're actually looking for. I consider myself a business and life coach. Are you ready to live the life of your dreams as an entrepreneur? If so, let's chat. See the episode notes below and go ahead and book a call. See you all next week.